Welcome to the Digital Workplace Podcast. These are conversations with CEOs of digital companies, thought leaders, and solution providers about how you can become a level five digital workplace. For the show notes and transcript of this episode, go to thedigitalworkplace.com. Welcome back to the Digital Workplace Podcast. Today, our guest is Karthik Mandavelli. He is the CEO of Springworks. Hey, Karthik, how's your day going? Good, how are you? Excellent. We're happy to have you on. You did a video for us for Digital Workplace Day. It was really exciting to see kind of the things you're doing uh, that's getting in there. So I'm excited to, to dive into your journey into digital work and with your company. But first, let's do a check-in question, a capture question to make sure that you are a real-life human that we are talking to. Sure. So Karthik, my question for you is, what makes a great day for you? If you get to the end and said, like, wow, that was just an awesome day, like, what would that be? Sure, sure. So I think a day with, like, less than three meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and a lot of focus time on, you just kind of say, product review. Um, and, you know, out of those three meetings, two out of three are like a sales call, right? So that's like the perfect day, right? So two out of three, you know, sales calls. And then rest of the day is just kind of product review. Excellent. And what happens after work? Like what else makes a great day for you? Yeah, so badminton, a game, uh, an hour of you know, badminton. Uh, and that's that's what I kind of you know, do every day. Plus, uh, you know, two to three hours, or you know, sometimes more with my daughter. She's only four months old. So, very good day right now is her not being cranky and sleeping well. <laughs> I think that's the P zero apart from sales and anything else. Yeah, that that's that's certified human there, man. Wanting wanting <laughs> to make sure your your uh, young children sleep well. That's great. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can't get more human than this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, walk us through a little bit about the Springworks. What's the story behind it and where are you at right now? Sure. So we are in the HR tech space. Uh, we kind of help companies from you know, background verification to employee engagement. Right. So you know, primarily US and India are two you know, top markets. Um, but other than this is kind of you know English-speaking countries. Uh, you know, been there for around seven years so far. Lots of ups and downs. I've pivoted you know, almost three, three times you know, so far. Um, profitable only raised around 600k. Uh, apart from that, it's completely you know bootstrapped and profitable. Have actually bought back some investors as well. Uh, so working out well. Uh, you know, India is up in up and growing market now with um, you know kind of the funding craze happening here, where uh, you know the, for the first time you're seeing Indian startups being, being customers, right? You now we work with the likes of Flipkart and Razorpay, you know, uh, Bank Open, Godrej, and Apollo, whatnot. So it used to be more enterprises. Now it's kind of these new age, you know, unicorns. The new age startups who you know becoming customers so that's kind of uh it's helping otherwise we primarily majority of our revenue comes from the us and tell us about your team how has it grown over the years what city are you located in have you been distributed was it just covid walk us through that Sure. So, you know, we were mostly in Bangalore, uh, had a couple of folks who were kind of remote um, and then Bangalore and, you know, I had a bunch of sales folks in, you know, LA. And then uh, used to be like one day a week uh, work from home um, before pre-COVID. And now after COVID, uh, everyone is distributed. Now it's, I think, 55 different cities across, you know, across India and then a bunch of cities in the US, right? So primarily, you know, 95% of the team is in India and around 200 people. We've, you know, uh, almost 3x the team, you know, in uh, after COVID, so from March 2020 to now, so you know, went from around 75 to around say 200, 210, um, and now it's completely distributed. And we've kind of taken a call that we will always be remote and distributed. So that is an announcement we made, uh, probably you know one of the very few companies in India to do that. So and it's working out well. Uh, people are very happy. People are traveling and working from different places, uh, spending time with family and all. So it's, it's working out very well for us. 
Yeah. And you said even before COVID, you were doing one day a week that was optionally remote. Was it the same day for everybody or you could pick like which day you wanted? You could pick. You could pick. And, and then um, because of uh, Bangalore traffic, we used to say that you can come in at, say, 12, uh, 12 to 2, somewhere around that, and then kind of leave, you know, slightly later, say, around, say, maybe 6, right, to kind of basically beat the traffic, right? Because everyone else was coming at, you know, say, 9 to 11. That used to be, you know, the office hours. Be like, okay, let's do it later. Let's, you know, delay it so you can come in late. And then, you know, kind of you know, get like a four-hour, you know, overlap that used to be the goal right some people used to come in very early some people used to come in at say two and then spend time till six and so kind of get a four hour you know, overlap in the office that was like a requirement we had right and then we you know one day a week you could kind of choose your own day you know that's that's it so we don't have to say okay i will only do fridays but you know, most of the times it used to be wednesdays um, that was the big one and then second you know uh, biggest one was friday so as you've expanded the options for remote work, for where you're going to work from, and then you also have this team that's over on you know the West Coast in the US, where it's really difficult time zone-wise where you are uh, to try to have all this time overlap. One of the themes you mentioned in your video was just the asynchronous nature of communication and trying to switch there. So walk us through that process. Was it a gradual thing that, that happened or was it kind of all of a sudden you had to figure out how to do everything asynchronously? What was it like for you? Yeah, so, you know, uh, when COVID happened, we said, okay, let's just, uh, you know, do the same thing we were doing earlier. And and we did like a pulse, you know, I think after six weeks, probably say May, uh, and, you know, that was bad, right? People said we were spending all our time in meetings, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, there was meeting fatigue, you know, we HR was doing all of these Zoom, Zoom calls, and it was way too much, right? So not completely worth it at all. Um, and people were spending a lot more time actually than before, right? Because I think the overhead of setting up a meeting, you know, joining a meeting, waiting for others to join, getting all the, you know, logistics figured out, feel like, okay, this is not the way to work, right? Um, and this is not what remote has promised. So super inspired by GitLab. Um, I personally did that, you know, GitLab, how do you work remote, you know, course. Uh, most of the team has done it. Uh, we actually had it uh, at a mandatory requirement uh, for the longest time. And now, you know, most of the people end up doing it, right? If not the entire thing, maybe fifty percent of it, and they are, you know, they, I think they are the pioneers here, right? So, you know, small, small things like now we do a stand up every day, fifteen minutes, you know, six people joining. You know, stand up is all about what did you do to, you know, yesterday? What will you do today? Any blockers, right? Why do you need that, right? That can be replaced with, uh, our stand up bot. I know all it needs is connect to your Jira, GitHub, you know, figure out all the tickets you've done yesterday, figure out the tickets you'll do today based on your in-progress bucket. And that becomes your update. Use the time to figure out, you know, talk about blockers. Use the time to talk about okay, architectural decisions, right? If it's tech, right? Same thing on sales. Automate everything through CRM. Talk about, okay, I need help you know, closing this, this deal. My cast, you know, prospect is you know, asking me this question I don't know how to answer. I talk about that. Instead of saying, oh, I had five calls yesterday, 10 emails, you know, two demos. So kind of automating a lot of this um, gradually. I think we did four different pulse uh, surveys over the period of, I think, um, you know, every six weeks. And we saw, you know, gradual increase on in how much time you spent in meetings, right? And these are very pointed questions. So things like if you need to get an answer to something, how much time does it take? Five, less than five minutes, five to 15, 15 to 30 or two hours plus, right? So then, you know, it used to be 30 minutes, came down to 15, you know, came down to less than five. And that was just because of better documentation, right? People were, you know, if you have to ask a question, craft it properly, 
mention the timeline mention when do you need it by just don't get into meetings directly right small small things like that i encourage more voice notes so i started doing this personally now i used to send these updates now said okay let's not do a town hall but like send async updates send loom videos uh, send voice notes video notes you know long text updates uh, you know i forced myself to do reviews asynchronously used to record myself on a loom video send it to the designer send it to the product person send it to a developer and i think you know people started you know kind of using this everyone started seeing the advantage right? okay let's actually use the meetings to talk about you know as in discuss and not talk about updates so we saw a big increase in you know kind of asynchronous work and that has done wonders right because people are yeah. been able to match their own timelines you say okay i'll work from whatever 9 to 12 take a 3 hour break come back in the evening Wow, this is huge. And the types of things you're saying. So I want to break this down into a couple of things. First, I want to talk about the cultural element. I feel like it's it's true across the world, pre-COVID. Most of us are oriented to an asynchronous environment in the sense of if you need something, you go find that person, ask them. Correct. If you need something from multiple people, you set up the meeting and you go have the meeting yes. immediately. That's where the real real time happens. Just with my experience with India, I feel like that is true and perhaps heightened compared to other cultures around the world too. Did you feel like you were working against like genetics and upbringing and everything that that's about the culture to try to to push people this way or did you find people be like oh yeah that makes sense it was it was a pretty easy transition Yeah for most people we had to kind of you know push back uh, because as you said calendars are not that widely used in India right uh, most people you know don't really have like a focus time on the calendar don't have lunch blocks right those type of things um, and I worked in the US and there it's very common everyone put a lunch block you know open calendars set up a time stuff like that right here you don't have that you look at any person's calendars like the full week is empty i'm like okay when do you actually <laughs> do you know you know have lunch or go out and stuff like that right so doesn't make sense so we like okay let's start with lunch blocks getting everyone to do that but let's start with snack blocks right let's start with focus time that right? everyone needs to have a focus time whatever 2 to 4 when you're focused slack goes on you know dnd no one is able to ping you right as simple as that things break everyone knows how to reach you so don't worry about it right <laughs> i think that, that's always like a worry like what will happen if if something happens like don't worry like we'll we'll find a way exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll find a way right so i think it's small small things like that have a long you know impact right um, just planning your day ahead setting up forcing yourself to set an agenda you know like i think bezos said this very well right you know meeting should be not more than two pizzas the first 15 minutes of a meeting is literally reading a page you know a piece of paper that's the agenda right like that's the prep you need to do you know for a meeting mm. so as in they are extreme you know uh, from what i think akraf pizos has explained right but you know we said okay every meeting more than three people should have an agenda if it does not have an agenda then it should not be a meeting as simple as that because the host has not done the work right mm. we can't have the meeting you know and then say oh let's discuss this let's discuss that you know very unstructured and what ends up happening you have these spontaneous discussions sometimes you get something nice but most times it it is spontaneous it is unstructured gets lost yeah. even says oh wow, this sounds good idea and then goes nowhere there's nothing really no structure no minutes nothing of that stuff and people who do not join that meeting for whatever reason they were on leave stuff like that they feel left out right mm-hmm. so and that's not the you know way remote is supposed to be what you just mentioned is extremely important because a lot of the pushback people give to digital work is that we're losing that spontaneous like Remember that one time in that one meeting when somebody came up with something amazing and it was because we were all together and talking about it 
And like, and then that's the evidence. Like that happened once. So therefore all meetings are good and all this asynchronous stuff is crap. But like you said, let's look at it in its totality. Like how many terrible meetings did we have on top of that? There was no spontaneity and that we just lost everything. We didn't record anything. It was never there. Like, is that trade-off worth it? Because I mean, there is some level of, of spontaneity that you do lose when you go asynchronous. But for you, it's more of a calculated decision to say, I, I, I'm willing to take that, right? Yep, yep. And you save that time, right? So like a product you know, grooming discussion can just be an async video, right? So you save 30 minutes into what, 10 people and then use that time once a week, twice a week to have these kind of focus you know, discussions, right? Okay, let's not set up an agenda, discuss all things about our product, right? This is our roadmap. Let's discuss you know, spontaneous stuff. Right? You know, and then we break the ice, right? Do like do like a lunch together, everyone. I right? do like a dinner together. Then kind of have some kind of structure to it. But then it's, you kind of get that spontaneous thing. It's not the same as uh, the office for sure. I don't think it's completely possible to recreate that. You have to force yourself to have some structure. That's how the mindset is. But you can still you know get some of this right. So I think that is possible, and you save up a lot of time, right? You know, yeah. from four hours a day in meetings, you kind of get to thirty minutes, right? And that's a big thing. Totally. I noticed a lot of times you were saying like, I forced myself to do this, to push that. As the CEO of the company, how essential was it that you practiced all these things? And how often did you feel like you were just pushing up, you know, that big boulder up the hill to try to make it happen? And then at what point did you feel like, oh, other people are starting to also help and and push this along? Yeah, I think it's hundred percent as in very very important if you know uh, for the CEO to do it or as in the top management to do it, not just you know one person because if they don't do it, you know people like okay, why should I do it, right? Um, so that's one. Second is uh, you know uh, I think like some people just adopt this very well because they're like okay, it's nice now I I can actually remove myself out of the process and unblock the team from me mm. and take out morning two hours and go cycling. So you know, one person said this in the first you know week or two weeks. I'm like, wow, no, this is nice. As in the person exactly gets what remote async is, right? This is yeah. why we want to be async. That you unblock the team. And at the, at the very nature is like no one should be dependent on you, right? Because that is how well structured you know, things are. Um, that's how you know if you've given a task to someone, that's how well documented and explained the task is, right? So when people started seeing that, uh, I think sometimes it feels, you know, okay, we're not heading the right direction. So, and, you know, kind of over communication is very important, right? We say this once, twice, thrice, you know, four times, five times, keep repeating it yourself. Uh, even I am, you know, I'm kind of guilty of, you know, breaking the sacing rule, you know, I just, you know, sometimes I want to let's just, just you know, jam together, let's just do discuss, right? And then you have to kind of come back and say, okay, let's just, you know, focus, let's over communicate. This is what we want to do. You know? keep talking about new, you know, these kind of calendar blocks. This is how to ask a question. This is how, you know, we should work. This is how we should send updates. All of those small, small things, I think over communication helps and it's a habit. It takes a while, right? We have to literally unlearn what we have done for the last 30 years or whatever, yeah. last 10, you know, 15 years of, you know, working, right? And it's not easy, right? Uh, because we're all, you know, we keep hearing these complaints and, you know, like, oh, I, I love, you know, the way I used to be in the office because I can just walk to a person and, you know, knock on the person's, you know, shoulder and say can i ask you this question like oh yeah let's think about that right it's five minutes of walking there then discovering okay that person is actually you know having tea then you come back and go so that's 15 minutes lost assume the person is there so five minutes of walking plus 
10 minutes of discussion plus you know whatever 15 minutes for that person to get back to this context so you basically lost 30 minutes of you know, that person's you know kind of time right and your time was it worth it was it worth you know kind of uh, that one small doubt you had or could you just have you know actually texted that then people say, no, it's too much to take, you know, type it out. You know, it just it will take me 10 minutes to type it out. It's not easy. But okay, it's fine. Do a voice note, right? So much easier. Now Slack yeah. allows it. Now um, Loom has it. 30 second, 45 second, one minute voice note, more than enough to convey, right? Uh, text is always, and I still think text is better because it forces you to be structured, right? And, uh, you know, you are able to uh, explain to the other person, you know, with structure better. And with the voice, I think very easy to kind of break this uh, structure rule and, uh, you know, have slightly unstructured. And people start seeing the benefits. You know, sometimes it takes a while, but mostly everyone sees the benefit. But at the same time, this is not for everyone, right? Yeah. Now we are very clear in our hiring process that it is not for everyone. It may not be for you. But if it, you know, if you want to be, if you want to doing, uh, want to do a better way of working, then this is the place to be. So we have seen people who have left and come back. Oh yeah, that that was going to be my question. Like, have you had people actually opt out and say, like, I don't like this. I'm I'm going to get out of this. And some people maybe like legitimately like they just can't work that way. Uh, but then yeah. you've also said you see people come back from that. So tell me more about that. Yeah, so we had people who left, you know, just for this reason, I want to be in the office, right? Uh, and then we have uh, seen people who have kind of left, uh, joined other companies. They're like, oh, no, I can't go back to this old way of working because I'm in meetings all day and it's taking away all my productive time. Because, you know, meetings is nice. But after a while, you're not growing with meetings, right? You're actually growing with the focus time, right? as in increase the comp and the company growth and all that stuff, right? But what you know, your personal growth matters based on is you know, dependent on what you work and how you work, right? So, you know, people have come back saying, I just love the culture here. I just love the way of working. Um, I want to be working in this, you know, kind of environment where I'm not, you know, kind of ping, getting pings or slacks every, you know, whatever, 30 minutes. Great. Karthik, there was a second topic you brought up during your video where you talked about empathy, which is also one of those things that uh, takes some getting used to in a new world of working. So explain how that's manifested in your company. Sure. So, you know, with distributed and hybrid, uh, you know, remote teams, the, you know, one of the challenges is uh, silos being created yeah. in the office. Uh, you know, you go to this whatever water cooler coffee station and you en- just end up naturally meeting people you would not have met for work, right? A salesperson, you know, meeting a dev, uh, you know, in uh, like a dev engineer, right? So that would just never happen in a remote distributed setting. There's no reason for them to meet, right? Um, and so I'm like... Okay, how do we recreate that um, in a dispute setting? Because it's very important. Otherwise, you know, uh, people are always focused on their function and nothing beyond. Right? So one of the ways is, you know, uh, kind of we have a feature in our app trivia where there's virtual coffee which connects, you know, two people randomly right, every you know week and then gives them some icebreaker questions to you know break the ice, right, and get the awkwardness out. So that helps. Uh, people love it. We're able to connect to more people. Uh, it's just a way, you know. To talk outside of work and they're like oh wow you know i did not even know that you were in this company i didn't know <laughs> that you were a harry potter fan uh you know i didn't know that you know you love cricket right small small things like that just a kind of icebreaker i think that's one way um you know second is kind of having you know uh, this 
whatever the engineering team is doing how will the sales team even know right so kind of these cross functional demos uh, encouraging engineers to join sales demos encouraging sales folks to join engineering you know uh, product demos right kind of these cross functional uh, you know uh, demos are nice doing these type of show and tells right so we encourage uh, people to like record like a 15 minute whatever 5 to 15 minute you know video post it maybe every you know uh, once a week and they talk about what you know how they work what do they do how does their uh, job help the company move forward small small things like things like that then having a you know recognition culture right peer recognition not top down you know bottom up uh, you know peer recognition culture where every person is able to recognize their peer right and that and then it's posted on to your wall right in a traditional day you know i used to remember uh, we used to go to mcdonalds and they had this employee of the month you know wall right, right. and you know, there used to be those stars and you know top performers and stuff like that right? and used to be you know uh, kind of voted by employees and not just the management at least that's what you know i was told so how can you do that in this you know distributed world right slack is your office posted on slack Uh, one of our apps you know engage with kind of does this peer recognition post it on to slack and people are able to see okay, oh wow you know um, this engineer got you know a kudos from this other person to kind of you know help fix a bug right? small thing but you know it's kind of gets a social gratification right? so you are able to build that empathy you know through uh, kind of these tools uh, you know get people closer do even you know custom uh, trivia questions if you've seen an improvement there um, the old way of introducing an employees you know poster you know, like a nice looking graphic you know, this person is from this engineering college you know this mba uh, you know, likes to eat this and you know, is from the state wants to do this right small like a, just a graphic or a you know three line uh, sure. three, you know three to four lines paragraph that's you know and then it's it's okay but how many people even read right uh, the new way is like you do a quiz on that person no one really knows the answer but when uh, out of these four options what's his person's favorite food right uh, and then it's just like a nice fun way to actually know that person right small small things like that do a custom quiz on your company right okay what is our latest product launch right uh, out of these four uh, what feature did we add who you know which one of these customers did we recently you know add uh and you know close the deal with right small mm. small things again a nice you know fun way to kind of you know engage employees uh, kind of get people together um you know and then obviously it's trivia at the end of the day so people want to be you know uh, people want to win that uh, it's fastest fingers first right so people want to be fast people want to be accurate so that kind of really helps uh, you know get people together you know having water cooler type of conversations um doing smaller team events i i'm not really of a fan you know for like 100 percent event because i think kind of lose you know over zoom do like a 10 percent event right um pick 10 people out of whatever you know the company and get them together you now a sponsored lunch for everyone yeah but again making sure you're cross-functional they're not just like the same teams right exactly yeah. yeah and not just the same team you know right small small things like that that has a much higher impact easier for the hr to also organize right otherwise hundred <laughs> people what do you even do right yeah yeah and so here everyone speaks you know you can put on video stuff like that right so small small things have i think a large uh, kind of a good impact and people understand and um, you know this really helps uh, kind of people get closer uh, and kind of builds that bond right uh, if you are able to i always think the three reasons for a person to leave the company one is comp completely market driven um, marketed industry driven not under your control 
second is you know kind of culture and third is you know growth right i think the you know if culture and growth you can kind of you know solve growth is slightly you know market driven but culture is completely in your hands that's something you can solve right culture is how you work uh, you know how do you kind of treat employees you know how do they feel treated you know is there feedback taking stuff like that all of this kind of comes under empathy culture whatever you want to say right and if you can do that they will leave a feedback even after they've left the company and that is the best possible signal if some person mm. is posting on linkedin 5 days after they quit the company and then you can be rest assured that person was very happy because there's no reason for that person to post a review right and comp is you can't really beat you know as in you can't compete on comp right and then we have you know people who've left at two xlrs it is what it is right you yeah. can't sometimes you cannot match but it's fine they will go out and you know give the review to five other people that's what you want right you want perfect last or rating you want good reviews on linkedin you want people to be your evangelist right and if you can do that then uh, your kind of employee branding is taken care of uh, helps in recruiting uh, helps kind of retain existing employees and you know, just overall uh, helps on the you know empathy part and there's so much to to look at there we've kind of reached the end of our time here but i love the ideas that you're you're pulling at really looking at empathy as seeing the whole person but then also seeing person not just say, hey it's somebody in my team i need to get to know but the whole company you know and you're yours like you said between right. 100 200 people like that that's still at a size when you can know a lot of people but if you are asynchronous distributed you you might only know 10 and you don't know that all these people out there so i think you're at a great place to still be building those bonds and bring things in so thanks for sharing uh karthik everything you've been doing where can people go to learn more about uh, springworks and what you guys do there Yeah, just come to our website springworks.in. Uh, you can follow me on uh, LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm KR2905 on Twitter, and then Karthik Pandavali on LinkedIn. Excellent. Well, we will put all those notes in the show notes, and we are excited to talk to you, Karthik. Hopefully, we get to speak to you again in the future. Sure. Thank you for having me. This has been the Digital Workplace Podcast. If you liked it, please take a minute to leave a review wherever you. Go to thedigitalworkplace.com and sign up for our twice a month newsletter. It keeps you up to date on the best ways to build a level 5 digital workplace. Music for the show is provided by City of Sound. I'm your host Neil Miller. Keep moving forward.